T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. I'm Rebecca Corral. I'm Jim Taylor. Spreading wildfire, a return of power outages, and anxiously awaiting for the wind. That's what we're covering right now. Let's begin in Sonoma County. The Kincaid Fire continues to burn, scorching nearly 118 square miles. It remains at 15% contained, and CAL FIRE officials say it is going to be a dicey day. Uh, The priority is really building containment line and defending structures. The best way to put the next 12 hours is a transition from an onshore flow to an offshore flow that is going to test our western flanks. Uh, Basically, that 101 corridor is is going to be tested with this next wind event. This next wind event is just starting up, and by tonight's wind gusts as high as 60 to 70 miles an hour, forecasting the fire zone. Now, at first, that'll mean cleaner skies in the Bay Area from Dwayne Dykeman, National Weather Service. When those northeast winds uh, pick up, what's going to happen is the smoke will be blown out across the central Sonoma County out over the ocean, and so some areas, uh, especially the eastern part of uh, the Bay Area will probably actually see a improvement in air quality today initially when these uh, strong winds pick up. Yeah, that's temporary, though. KCBS's Holly Kwan has been practically living on the fire lines. Her update from the Sonoma Valley Base Camp. It's a geography lesson when you look at all the rigs showing up to help. North Kitsap, Bainbridge Island, Sparks, Nevada, North Logan, Utah, all answering the call for help. Drew Bear is with Sioux Falls Fire and Rescue. It took them two days to get here, and he's just learning about California terrain. You obviously have the high terrain and stuff. We don't have as much of that, you know, in South Dakota, as much of the steepness. But we do have the tree and growth and stuff as well. So, and we have the drought conditions with the, with yes. the trees and yeah, your drought condition and then no, you know, moisture get back in the ground to stay very long. It doesn't help things at all. And one of the things they were telling us about this morning was the five to ten percent humidity was what they were expecting. Yeah, which... and that's just ungodly dry. And it's like popcorn dry. Yet Cal Fire calls the overnight firefight a win. Cal Fire's Robert Foxworthy. We gained roughly a thousand acres overnight. So you can look at that as a success, even though the number didn't go up on containment. Look at the fact that the acreage didn't have a big jump, and that shows success that we were able to stop the fire from continuing its uh, explosive growth. At the Kincaid Fire Base Camp in Santa Rosa, Holly Kwan, KCBS. At this time, no reports of looting, no fatalities, no injuries, no missing persons. At the bottom of the hour, we'll be talking more about people who are not heeding evacuation orders. Here's the Sonoma County Sheriff. We will continue to be vigilant uh, for people who are entering evacuation zones against orders, and we will continue to be very vigilant for people who are engaged in looting, and we will not tolerate that. Again, no looting has been reported. Has your power come back? It has for a lot of us, as PG&E spokesperson Ari Van Renu telling KCBS's Rebecca Corral. From the PSPS that started on October 26, we have restored about 59% of customers who were impacted. That's about 571,000 customers. And so how many are still out? Um, About 400,000 customers are still without power, and we are working 
to inspect all of our infrastructure that was impacted during that PSPS and are working to continue to restore customers as as possible. Some Kincaid fire evacuees are finding shelter in offices beneath the cathedral with some help from the Red Cross in the city of San Francisco. Showers, internet, food, and other services are also being provided. KCBS's Margie Schaefer reports from St. Mary's Cathedral, which is serving as a temporary shelter until Friday. It's been a nomadic life for Antonio Ramirez of Windsor, first ordered out of his home on Saturday. So we moved to Santa Rosa with a friend, but by uh, early Sunday morning, we have another order. He, his wife, his sister, grandson, and two friends then went to Novato and finally to a hotel in San Francisco before landing at this shelter on Monday. As for his home? They're still standing, even though the fire came between a mile. You know, we have now the firefighters doing a good job. Now he waits to hear when they can return home. This shelter is offered as part of Mutual Aid. Director of Communications for the Port of San Francisco, Randy Casada, is lending a hand as acting spokesperson for the temporary shelter. And this is something that can happen to any of us. And certainly right now in San Francisco, we're grateful that we have power. We are able to do more for others, so we're happy to do that now. 39 guests, including a dozen children and a handful of pets, are here. There is room for more. At St. Mary's Cathedral in San Francisco, Margie Schaefer, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.